I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. National Commons covers the NBA for Sports Illustrated Boxing as well. It's the great Chris Mannix making the big interview. Award-winning writers, athletes, coaches, the biggest names in sports. It's the Gary Parish Show Big Interview on 92.9 FM ESPN. So I'm sitting in a hotel room in New York City last week, and I'm just scrolling through Facebook, and what do I see? Matt Kramer and Chris Mannix kicking it in the city late into the night <laughs> without me. Thanks for the invitation, buddy. You, you never know where you are, Gary. So if we had known you had been gracing uh, the Northeast with your presence, uh, we would have invited you. How long did he keep you out? It's always the reverse, where I, I insist he stays out <laughs> as long as possible. So, you know, because when he comes out, it always invariably winds up on his company card. Oh, so sure. I always try to exploit that <laughs> as much as possible. Hey, I think we give that company enough money, don't you? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> talking, to, talking to Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. Let's talk basketball. You had a tweet last night uh, where you pointed out that it still seems inevitable that the Lakers and the Pacers are going to get a deal done that will uh, involve Russell Westbrook going to Indianapolis. The Lakers need uh, shooting and maybe just need to not have Russell Westbrook. The Pacers would like those first-round picks. Why hasn't that got done yet? Well, I don't think that the Lakers are convinced that the Miles Turner, Buddy Heel package is the best they can get for those two first-round picks. Um, I think they're going to continue to spend time canvassing the market over the next few weeks and maybe even months uh, to try to figure out if there's a better deal out there. Um, I, I do think that deal is on the table for them. Um, the Pacers, they're going nowhere this year. Miles Turner is going to be gone after this season. Buddy Heald doesn't have a long-term future in Indiana. And like the other bottom-tier teams, uh, Indiana wants to get in on the Victor Wembayama sweepstakes. They want to be in that bottom three so they can have the best lottery chances to land that top overall pick. So what this comes down to is L.A. deciding that this is the best deal out there for them. Now, they may have their hand forced pretty early in the season. If you watch the Lakers in the preseason, and I've watched every one of their games, there's nothing that makes you believe this is going to work, right? Like, they're going to start Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly. Maybe it's along with Lonnie Walker or – Kendrick Nunn or somebody like that. And I I don't know how that works. Like, you just don't seem to have enough spacing to make it work. And Russ is still Russ. Like, there's nothing different really from him 
from last season. So, you know, if this team gets off to a, a slow start and if the shooting proves problematic once again, I do think you could see the Lakers turn to Indiana sooner rather than later and try to get that deal done. There were a couple of moments from last night's preseason game that made their way to Twitter that seemed to show Russell Westbrook just totally detached from his teammates. He's not huddling with them. He's not talking with them. He was asked about it today, basically said, that's the way I've been for years. This is just stuff that's getting chopped up, put on the Internet, but it's no big deal. Do you buy that? Is it no big deal, or is it a reflection of, of where he is at with that franchise and with his teammates? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, the huddle stuff, Russ has been doing that for his entire career. I think that was selectively edited to make it seem like Russ was completely out of the huddle when I do think he was there before he went out and did his thing. The, the Beverly kind of try to grab was not a great look for us. You know, I've watched every angle of that, and you know, it, it just didn't seem like he wanted to engage in a conversation with Patrick Beverly and in that huddle after making the defensive mistake that he made. But it, it really isn't relevant, Gary. Like, what's relevant is that it, he just doesn't fit. It doesn't work. Like, the Lakers, they've gone out and signed his replacements. Like, they went out and traded – for Patrick Beverly, they signed Dennis Schroeder. They're operating like a team that anticipates moving off Russell Westbrook at some point during the season. So uh, his game, it's a deeper conversation whether or not his game is ever going to, to adapt to the NBA ever again. If, if he's traded, is that the last we see of Russell Westbrook in the NBA? Those are different conversations. But as far as the Lakers go, he just doesn't make sense with that roster. And that's why I think... At some point, the Lakers will move off him. Talking to Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. He's on Twitter, at SI Chris Mannix. The other big story of the past week in the NBA um, involves Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. We've all seen the video. It was not just a punch, but a violent punch. Draymond has been separated from the team. Do you have a sense for whether they can patch that all up and move on, or is it going to be a lingering problem? It's going to be a lingering problem, um, at least for a while. And I don't know how long that is, but I don't see Draymond coming back into the locker room this week and everything going back to the way it was. I I think that's a lot to ask, and I I think it's a big risk on the part of Golden State to not suspend him, because look, they're going to fine him, and they've been public about, you know, siding with Jordan Poole, but you know, if anything was suspension worthy, it was that. I mean, you go back to 2017 when Bobby Portis hit Nikola Mirotic in the face in Chicago. The Bulls gave him eight games for that, and it was perfectly justified at that time. Um, this was a hauled-off right hand in the face of a uh, of another of a teammate, and it gets no punishment. And I, I think the Warriors are putting way too much of this on Jordan Poole. If you listen to Steve Kerr and some of the things he said, he, he had basically said that Jordan is okay with this outcome. Well. What do you expect him to say? He's like this 23-year-old who has to know that if he draws a line and says, I can't play with Draymond or I insist that Draymond be punished, he's going to have blowback for that. And it's going to come back on him in some way. So, like, I just feel like too much of this is being put on a young player in Jordan Poole to not, you know, not say, I want this guy suspended. When the reality is, that deserves a suspension. Maybe it's five games, maybe it's 10 games, maybe it's 20 games, but it deserves some kind of punishment for 
the action that Draymond Green took. How do you think the Draymond Green Warriors relationship concludes? He obviously wants a big contract. There's some thought that that was at least a, a, a part of a, a root problem that led to what happened in practice last week. Um, you know this sport better than I, but like I, I think if you give Draymond Green a long-term big contract, you'll end up regretting it pretty quickly. Um, how do you think the whole thing you know, ends? It's hard to say because the outcome of this season will have an impact on that. If Draymond Green plays great and if the Warriors win another championship, he will get a new contract from Golden State. But the fact is we've already seen – signs of regression from Draymond Green. He is still a really good defensive player, but he's not the great defensive player that he once was. He is still valuable offensively, especially for his ability to keep the ball moving, but he is a subpar shooter, and that has not gotten any better in the last couple of years. So you can see the slide already beginning, and if you're Golden State – and your books are loaded with big contracts. I mean, Steph, Clay, Wiggins comes off at the end of this year, but they're going to want to try to bring him back on a new deal. Jordan Poole is going to get a contract in excess of $100 million. You've got younger guys who are years away at this point from getting those, that contract, but they're going to eventually need uh, to get paid, whether it's James Wiseman or others uh, in that group. Do you really want to be paying Draymond Green twenty plus million dollars per year as he enters his mid thirties? That, that, you know, uh, right now that feels far fetched. Again, Draymond could change all that. He can play out of his mind this year. He can be a, a, a high character guy in the locker room, and Golden State can win the whole thing. That would change things. But right now, it, you know, it, it just seems like if you were a betting man, you would bet this would be Draymond's last year in Golden State. Talking to Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. He's on Twitter, at SI Chris Mannix. You had the uh, SI Daily cover today on the Celtics. Obviously, coming off of finals, uh, got, uh, on a surface level, a chance to get back there. But they will have to overcome some adversity, particularly the suspension uh, of, of their head coach. Let's start here for a second. Emi Adoka suspended for the year. Um, I, I think most of us have heard um, like uh, at least some of the – things that led to his downfall uh, in in Boston, but they haven't ruled out, at least publicly, uh, the chance of him coming back next season. Do you ever expect him to coach the Celtics again? I do not. Uh, I do not believe Ian Mayodoka will ever coach the Celtics again. Um, If I was going to venture a guess, I would say at some point in the next few months that – you see some kind of separation agreement between Ime Udoka and the Celtics, something that comes with non-disclosure agreements and a financial settlement of some kind. You have to remember that this was a suspension in part because of the timing of all of it. The Celtics were coming up on training camp, and look, if they had fired him, um, they probably would have been on the hook for the entirety of his contract. He wasn't going to quit and give up his contract, so a suspension where he is going to be partly paid. I was told he's going to make uh, 50% of his salary uh, this season, or at least as long as he's under the current terms of a deal. Um, This was kind of a stopgap right now. But my read of the situation is that Ime Odoka will not coach the Celtics uh, ever again. Um, And at some point, there'll be some kind of separation. That's not groundbreaking to say that, because if you listen to the Celtics press conferences in the last 
you know, last month or so as they've addressed all this, they have been very clear that there are no guarantees that Ime Odoka is going to come back. And, I, you know, based on what I know, I have a hard time seeing uh, him return next year as coach of the Celtics. Based on what you know, could you ever see him coaching in the NBA again? Uh, yes, I do believe that will be the case. I, I don't, you know, look, I, I think a lot of people have a lot of ideas about what happened. There certainly is not clarity on that issue, but I, I don't believe Ime Udoka's actions uh, have put him in a position to earn the basketball death penalty. I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the case. And his coaching chops have given him, you know, I don't know what the, what the right way to put it is, but he, he's, his ability to coach at the highest of levels as proven last year with the Celtics, that's going to entice teams to go after him because, you know, teams will tolerate a lot, Gary, if, if you can coach, especially at the NBA level, like you, you know, if you have some issues with your personal life, you do some things that are inappropriate, there's a lot teams will look past if you are a coach with the skills of Ime Odoka, both as a guy that can get through to players in the locker room and a tactician who can help a team get to the finals and piece together the kind of defense the Celtics had last year. So I do believe Ime Odoka will coach again. I believe he will, you know, I believe he could coach as a head coach as early as next season. Wrapping up here with Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. Last thing before I let you go, the Grizzlies finished second in the Western Conference standings last season, but that was a season where Kawhi Leonard didn't play, Jamal Murray didn't play. They're now projected in the betting markets to finish fifth in the West. Um, Just broadly speaking, where are you at on the Grizzlies heading into this season where they will start at least without Jaron Jackson Jr.? Yeah, I mean, that's the big question how long is Jaron Jackson Jr. out and when he comes back how long does it take him to get back into playing shape to get back into a rhythm with this team I also think losing Kyle Anderson is going to hurt um, you know as being part of that rotation he was a valuable guy to them in recent years I've got them projected kind of in that four to seven range right now some of that has to do with the Jackson injury some of that has to do with as you said the West is just better. The, the Clippers are went from outside the playoffs to a team that we're talking about winning a championship. And beyond that, the teams at the bottom, maybe they're not better than Memphis right now, but they're not the walkovers maybe they were in years past. You look at New Orleans, they're better now that Zion's back. Portland is going to be better with Damian Lillard back. There's a handful of teams at the bottom that are terrible, but there are probably 10-ish teams that, uh, you know, believe they're playoff teams right now. And that's going to make for more tough nights, I think, for Memphis, especially when they're undermanned with Jackson out. So it's going to be incredibly important for John Morant to stay healthy and play at the level he's played at the last couple of years. It's going to be incredibly important for guys like Desmond Bain and others to take steps forward and be better players because they've got to find a way to overcome that Jackson loss early in a conference that is really, really tough. That is Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. Make sure you're reading him at SI.com. Follow him on Twitter, at SI Chris Mannix. You're the best, buddy. I always appreciate your time. Anytime, Gary. All right, my man, Chris Mannix. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.